everybody, and welcome back to the City of Geek and Podcast, live on Twitch and in through your ear holes. My name is Ryan. And right I'm into the ear holes. Right into the ear holes. Um, I'm joined, as always, with William. Hello. Hello, how are you? You remember the button, well done. Yeah, I did remember the buttons. <laughs> yeah. I'm prof- to you on... I'm, I'm professional. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not professional at all. Um, professionally unprofessional. Yes, that's, um, that should be our motto. That's the motto. See if you Change can... the tagline. Put it in, quick. Yeah, put, I'll, I'll um, type it in later. <laughs> type it in later. Uh, um, yeah. We're doing this on a Friday. Yeah, because... This week. Work and... Because I'm back at work now. Yeah, because everyone's going back to normal. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Normal. Normal. Um, as normal as things can get. As, as, as normality can go. Yes. Uh, we're continuing on with the MonsterVerse. We watched Kong Skull Island on Wednesday, I We believe. did indeed. It's my first time watching it. Yes. We were pretty tired watching it, to be honest, because we just finished out your D&D session. Yeah, it, was, it was a long day. It was a long day. Um, but yeah, we've got to talk about that. And we've only got a couple of bits of news today. Not a lot. It's been very quiet, and if it hasn't been quiet... I feel like this then... is the second week... Is it second or third week in a row? It's definitely second. I I've, I had quite a bit li- last week. I've literally had like four bits. I, I've had I had a bit last week, um, mm. but like, uh, it's a it's whatever. Um, so do you want to kick us off? What have I you got news wise? Um, da, 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 da. I don't really know why this is news because I feel like this was news a while back, but. This is apparently something people have been talking about online. Uh, and that is that uh, Black Panther 2 will not feature a CGI Chadwick Boseman. Kevin Feige confirmed that in the bloody he Marvel. He confirmed that ages ago. Yeah, it was in the uh, Disney Investors Day it's shit. A dumb name, it's a dumb name, but yeah, he, he confirmed it then. Um, yeah, don't know why people are... Wasn't that IGN that reported that or something? That was IGN on yeah. that. Um, it so was recent. I don't know whether there's been like an extra tad of news of people were like circulating around that maybe he would come back for something. No. <laughs> no. Stop. Like, no. It's just not. Star Wars They're not going to do a Star Wars. Yeah, thing. Star Wars tried that with Leia and Grand Moff Tarkin. And Luke. Uh, well, I mean, he wasn't dead. <laughs> so. Like the actor act. <laughs> My camera's not dead. But no, I know what you mean. Um, true. But he like... It was still terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's as good as it could have been, I get. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we spoke about it. Um, It'd be really interesting to see, like, after everything that's happened over the past, like, um, over the past, like, I, I, was it, it's only been the last kind of, like, five years, isn't it? Yeah. Of, like, um, movies, I guess. And in very particular senses of, like, people having um, in-placed CGI people within movies. I feel like it's happened many, a few times before, but in very rare scenarios and only for glimpses. Yeah. But it's, it, I'll be really interested to see whether it will be, um, yeah, whether this will be a trend that continues or, uh, as I kind of hope, it slowly dies out. But that was something that I thought was quite good. I think you had this one, because I think I just saw you having this one, and that is Shazam. 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 Fury of the Gods casts Lucy Liu. Yes. As a villain. Of Elementary. Uh, um, the updated Sherlock. I say updated, but what was it? Is it updated or American? I guess it's American updated Sherlock. That whole Elementary, isn't it? Yeah, Elementary is, yeah. is the one. Um, 
the 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 what if it's the kind of what if Sherlock was set in America. Yes, was, that, that's what I meant. The idea of it. I've never watched it. Um, there was a bit of buzz about it. When I've it heard it's good. Yeah. I've heard it's really good, and I know she's great. Um, yeah, so she's going to be playing uh, Helen Mirren's character's sister. Ooh. Both of whom are um, gods uh, of the Greek god Atlantis. Atlas, sorry, not Atlantis. Yeah. I don't know why I said that? Um, I was thinking other things elsewhere. Um, but uh, and that's interesting because like Shazam has the um, holds the stamina of Atlas as well as the power of Zeus, the strength of Hercules, the wisdom of Solomon, uh, the speed of Mercury, and the courage of Achilles. Yes. Um, Lou's been in films like uh, Charlie's Angels beforehand. She's very well known. Uh, yeah. And as you said, Elementary and things. Of course. Um, uh, the Kill Bill films also. She was in those. Yeah. She. I can't remember the character she plays, but yeah, she's in those. Um, she's been in loads of stuff. Kung Fu Panda as well, apparently. Oh, she was the yes. voice of Viper. Um, ah, yes, yes, I remember. That's a good film. I really like that um, film. But yeah, she's going to be playing um, the other villain of the movie. I don't know whether it, she will be a sub-villain, or are they going to do like a... Uh. Okay. Helen Mirren is the villain of the the main villain, the main yeah. villain of the series, and then she is like because you got to bring Black Adam in at some point as well. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm assuming they'll do like Shazam's next film, then Black Adam, then they'll do Shazam versus Black Adam. <laughs> dawn of no dawn of dawn of dawn of Black Adam. Dawn of injustice. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's cool. I like um, I like Lucy Liu. Yeah. Apparently, we're getting a Meg too. I didn't know whether you knew this. Are we? Oh yeah, because the first one was so good. I haven't seen it, I but I've heard it's right. I, I, I apparently it was pretty good. Yeah, Jason Statham punches the shark in the face. I mean, because of course, as is one to do, because that's the only sensible thing yeah, to do around a shark. Of, of course, you could do that. Um, Did you know that's an actual thing though with sharks? Punch him in the eyes, yeah. Pu- well, punch him in the nose, top of the nose, because it's really sensitive, and they'll let you go. Yeah, but then he's just gonna come back around, isn't he? Seriously, <laughs> just punch him again, just, just a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> Statham in. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, so yes, the Meg 2 uh, is said to uh, respect the original and deliver big shark action. Yes. Um, they really missed a, a, a movie web. Come on, get your act together. They really missed a, uh, a trick there to say big, uh, big, big, big bite action or something. Hey, big bite action. Um, but anyway, um, big biting action or something. Um, yeah, it's going to be on a insanely large scale. I don't know, I guess the Meg returns. Oh, too Meg, too furious. Too Meg. <laughs> too... Right, with that being said, let's move on. The from Meg that cruise control. Um, Meg, the Meg cruise control. Meg, back again. Back back at it again. Meg is back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, maybe. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I just thought that was, that was quite funny. The final Meg. Mm. Meg called Meg. Mega. Meg. Mega Meg. Mega Meg. <laughs> the bigger Meg. <laughs> A bit bigger than the one before Meg. Yeah. Uh, Seventy foot, seventy-five foot long. Shark. Instead of seventy foot. Yes. Um, anyway, whatever. Meg is all right. Sweet. We'll it might else. be interesting to do like a. We should do like a weird um, horror movie thing one day, or like thriller movie of like slightly odd and obscured just weird like movies like the Meg and um, well, I wouldn't say that's like was yeah, it Crocodile it's... Snake or whatever that one is Crocodile Snake there's all sorts of weird oh, ones oh shit there's what, like some Sharknado? really good ones 
Yeah, I like Sharknado, oh, but, God, but, but, you know, worse. Worse? No, worse? Be- better? No, that can't be right either. we got to do The Room one day with Tommy Wiseau, because that's just... Cabin in the Woods? I mean, that's actually a good film I've heard. So, so have I. Yeah. I, I, I keep hearing references to it, and I'm like, I probably should... I think I might have seen it. probably should sit down to watch it one day. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just every, every movie like that... Um, and maybe maybe we'll do one where we like maybe do three and if we have like time enough we'll do like three and then we can compare three terrible movies and see which one is worse yeah or, or which one's the best and which one we would actually recommend um okay yeah uh speaking of um uh, speaking of m- meg movies and recommended movies yes um do you know what steven spielberg's favorite superhero movie is a superhero ooh I don't think so. No. Wait, what is it? It is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, good on him. Interestingly enough, um, yeah, this is uh, this is coming from uh, James Gunn uh, was talking to. Um, <clears throat> he was answering fan questions on Twitter. Um, but yeah, he was he was talking about the fact that um, he he was in the uh, editing studio, uh, with a guy called uh, Fred Raskin when um, somebody told him that. Steven Spielberg had said he'd really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. It was probably one of his favorite movies, oh, okay. uh, favorite superhero movies. Um, yeah, and it's kind of true. And there's there's a there's a quote of um, here that uh, Steven Spielberg has declared his he declared his love for it back in 2016. Um, he also mentioned it alongside other adaptations like The Dark Knight and the Superman the movie, the original one. Yes, uh, as being some of his uh, picks. And there's even a quote by Steven Spielberg that said, uh, "When it ended, I left the cinema. I felt that I just experienced something new." Free of cynicism and without concern for being gritty when necessary. That's what he said. Yeah, that perfectly sums up Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, it was a it was a critical success, and I guess in the eyes of one of the greats, he thought yeah. it was something different about it and enjoyed it on another level to yeah, that's good. The rest of the what what it, what would it be now like sixty percent of cinema that is superhero fucking movies. Probably yeah 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 something like that, but. I just thought that was an or interesting any, tidbit. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's interesting. I didn't, I, I mm. didn't know that to begin with. I um, had no idea. No. I, I, yeah, I have to admit, I, I think I'd maybe, like I've heard, uh, you hear different appraisals all the time. Mm. Um, so, um, you hear different things, uh, but I, I think I've heard like Steven Spielberg talk about The Dark Knight before and say it was really, yeah. really good and some other classical superhero movies. But yeah. It was cool that it gets a nod for being different. And I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is still different to this day than a lot of other movies. Yeah. It, it's a lot more different than Guardians of the Galaxy 2, even, um, to an extent. A bit. I'd say they're sort of similar. They're, they're, they're like, those two films are completely different from anything else in the MCU. Um, like, I guess the closest comparisons you can make is Thor Ragnarok. But even so, they're still vastly different films. They're not just. I know you could probably just say, yeah, but they're both comedy films. But well, yeah, but Thor Ragnarok is like more straight comedy than Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is just weird, fun, retro music, classical. With a heart. Have fun, yeah, with a heart. Not saying that Thor Ragnarok isn't, but one of the things I love about Guardians of the Galaxy is it, it does that classic thing of being, um, of kind of throwing caution to the wind. A little bit like that says it kind of throws cynicism out the door, and it's just like, yeah, yeah this is what it is. Yeah, everybody's playing eighties music and dancing around. There's a yeah. tree thing. Why not? 
Yeah. We don't have to make this Marvel, it was, realistic yeah, in any way. It, it was just... Marvel's first big swing at something completely new and different yeah. compared to like, oh, there's just another origin story of Falcon or something like that or Black Widow. So we're just going to do like a group of heroes that you've never heard before that includes a talking raccoon in tree. Bugger it. Because why not? Yeah, we're who, Marvel. Who are getting their own reboot in the comics and yeah, was a because new of, one. Yeah. Um, um, and also... Did the reboot... Did the reboot with the new lineup come before or after the movie? After. It was after the Yeah, movie, yeah, so definitely after. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. We also just that, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy films, yeah. What he, what he said, it's not, oh, I guess it's, it's, for, it's following the Marvel formula, but I think it's one of the first films where Marvel hired the director and, like, do what you want. Yep. to do what you we want we're, really, we're not going to we don't we're not really gonna... know how to make this work yeah just... it's up to you <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. you know every other film was sort of like oh yeah you ha- you could do this you could do this but make sure it like can coincides with the overarching story of the universe that we've created but then Guardians of the Galaxy is just completely different I was like yeah just do what you want is it fair to as say as long as you don't that... kill off Thanos <laughs> <laughs> whoops yeah uh, <laughs> dripping fellow music no yeah um, I feel like it's a weird one because I'd have to go back and and we will at some point. I know you want to go through every single Marvel movie, yes, and review them all, yes. Um, so we'll get a chance to watch them again. But I would certainly like to go back and kind of think about how different the MCU was before Guardians of the Galaxy came along. Yeah, because even though like Iron Man's still a good movie, it holds up to this. Degree. Solid, yeah. You know, and so is uh, the first Avenger. It's yeah, a pretty good movie. I think that one's underrated. Thor's okay. It's not. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not brilliant either. You know, it's just yeah, a regular old movie. You know, uh, the Hulk is the Hulk. Hulk feels the most disconnected because it, because it, of all the because yeah. the different actors and I think the tone. I think it's it's a good film, but it does feel you're like watching the film and it's so disconnected from everything, and then you just have Tony Stark coming at the end, and you're like, oh, okay, hang on. This it, is part of the universe, then I guess it doesn't feel yeah. like it's part of the. But then again, it was like it was the second movie, wasn't it? After it was the Iron second Man. movie, and so it feels like they hadn't really figured out the feel for things. Yeah, and until they led in with like, and it was the one that was solely done by Universal as well because yes. they owned the rights or still own. I I don't really know the gist and the movie details. Yeah. It, yeah, as we've talked about a yeah. few times. They might have reverted, reverted... Sony and Spider-Man and yeah. all that. They might have reverted Fox back now because they're doing, obviously, She-Hulk, the series. But I, true, don't, yeah. I don't know about... There's going to be a lot of... A I would expect soul. there's a lot of Hulk characters going to turn up in that. Like, yeah, like Abomination's coming back. Yeah. Um, um, Hulk is going to be in Hulk it. Hulk is going to be in um, it. I don't know if, like, the leader will be in it because he's, like, pretty big. He was actually a little tease in the Incredible Hulk film as well um, so it'd be interesting yeah, it'd be interesting to I, see yeah I think it's interesting for certain um, yeah but I feel like before that they were very much trust trying to tick the boxes to get to the Avengers yeah that's kind of what they were doing yeah I think um, and I think I could, you could certainly feel that in the formula of the movies it was like establish an origin have some conflict with some human characters a big fight at the end against the big bad resolve and that was kind of it that, that is the formula that is the formula yeah. and it's and it's it's much and even though that's still the formula with a lot of the Marvel movies in, in fact with all of them it's less obvious 
as you go on because there's more intricate things going on over the top yeah. of that that kind of help to mask the same pattern happening every yeah. single movie. So it's just um, obligatory. Oh, we've got the hero, but the villain is an evil version of that hero. Yes, this. it's yes, very true actually. In every single one of them, um, it, I'd say it's like mirrored refre- reflections. Almost. Yeah, like Black until, Pan- until Black Loki Pan- comes along and he's the first one that breaks the mold of that. Yeah, um, but Guardians of the Galaxy very much feels like they broke out of that, where they yeah. were like, still stick to this kind of formula, but ad lib a few bits Ad-lib. and see where it goes. Like. You know, the music is one of the defining things in it. Not because it's just good music, but it actually has a story, unlike yeah. Suicide Squad. Um, like we've talked about that in our in whatever episode that one was we, we ages have, yeah. ago, uh, which um, was interesting. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's interesting. So. Yeah, I really want to get through that. I don't know when we'll do them. Um, it's a big commitment. There's, I, I, a lot, I there's a lot to get through. You, there's twenty three. <laughs> twenty bloody three of them. Yeah. No, I think. Oh, and then Black Widow's coming up as well very soon. That's in, oh, what was no. it, July? No, uh, what we'll do, instead of doing like 23 straight weeks of like just Marvel content, we'll do like Iron Man. Then it depends like what comes out in the weeks I preceding. If, yeah, I reckon if we do like, if we break it up and do maybe one every three weeks and then have two weeks yeah. where we watch something else. Yeah, or like, like I say, like we'll do Iron Man and if something new, like a... Godzilla versus Kong or like more combat is coming out in the next week then we'll do that but then if the week after that it's like there's nothing else then we'll go back to doing the MCU yes absolutely yeah um, I, I think that would be a really cool idea yeah. and just pepper them in and it doesn't matter then if we take like so let's do them in order <laughs> we, we might be uh, we might end up doing some back to back because there's nothing yeah. else that we want to kind of deviate Definitely. from yeah, or yeah, we yeah. might leave it two weeks until we come back around to, to doing that yeah um, sounds good sounds like a plan to me yeah yeah. Um, you got any more bits of news that is me done okay. that is my literal four bits of news that I had that I've that. got two bits that I uh, saw yesterday and today um, Indiana Jones 5 we talked about last week yes with uh, John Williams coming back to do the score yes. and Phoebe Waller-Bridge being cast in it yes I think that was her name Phoebe that is her name right now Phoebe Waller-Bridge yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is going to be in it. Blimey. They're pulling the cast together, aren't they? Yeah. Good cast. I don't know who's he's necessarily going to be. I don't know if he... Probably the villain. He's going to play the villain, isn't he? Oh, I like Mads Mikkelsen as a villain. Have you seen Hannibal, the uh, TV show with Mads in it? No. Apparently it's really good. I haven't seen it. Have you seen Casino Royale? Uh, no. He's the baddie in that. But he's very good. He's he cries good. blood, doesn't he? He's very good. Yeah. We should do James Bond movies. We um, should actually. Yeah. Or at least the Daniel Craig ones. We should. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> the other Piers ones are of that era, and that's what we Piers Brosnan. Say. The Piers Brosnan ones are pretty good. Oh. Like I I I've, I watched them a very long time ago, so I don't I, I don't um, fully remember them. I have to mm. admit. But I watched. Uh, I watched uh, another day to die. Is it another day to die? Uh, die another day. Die another day. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Um, uh, or, not yeah. not the new one that's coming out, which is titled uh, something similar. Uh, no time to die. No already. time to die, or plenty of time to die. Because pl- plenty yeah. of time, all the time in the world, mate. Um, got him. Got him. Let him. Got him. Uh, but yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, die another day. No, I know. Um, there's buzz around a new film that got like nominated for like BAFTAs and Oscars that he is in. It's called like Another Round, and it's all to do with like the Danish culture of like drinking, 
and stuff. All right. It's very intriguing. I might give it a watch. Um, and yeah, apparently he's really good in it. And I just love Mads Mikkelsen. He's great. Good, good, good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in a bad thing. I know he's done loads of things, so he probably has been in a bad thing, but I, I haven't seen any. As of yet. Um, yeah. Well. Nice. Like it's all it. good. Um, and the last bit of news I've got is uh, the actor that played Ghost Rider in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series and also was the Terminator in Dark Fate, Gabriel Luna, has been uh, cast as someone, I'm pretty sure, I'm not exactly sure who it is, but he's been cast in the series of The Last of Us that is coming out whenever that is. Um, You're not sure what character he's going to be? Rumours are he's going to be playing Tommy. No, uh, sorry, it's literally right in front of me. The Last of Us TV series has cast Tommy. That's who, yeah, that is who he's playing. He is, he's he playing is Tommy. Tommy, Tommy uh, Joel's brother in uh, Last of Us. Show. Sure. Well, there we are. That's good. I like him. That is good. I really like him. He's really good as um, Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's probably, he, that was my favourite season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't seen it since I season five. I haven't paid much attention to Agents no. of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I, think uh, I it sounds like they it. kind of did a load of time travel stuff that was really weird. I I think that's what they did anyway. The big set piece events, and especially season four, is very good. But say right, so season one was like it was like the monster of the week or like alien thing of the week of like Agents of Shield, like what you'd expect like their day to day lives, and then it because it came around the time of the Winter Soldier. The bit it is no point not telling you the twist, but the twist was shit. Hydra's and Shield, and that was that huge twist. Like, because I think like yeah, like I said, it came out around Winter Soldier. So it really led into good. The Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, really good. It had Bill Paxton in it. Um, he was incredible. <clears throat> uh, second season, I generally can't remember. Uh, I think second and third season was like to do with like Inhumans because oh. they tried to build that up, and then that that, that, that fell on its fell face. On its face so that um, was probably and didn't then, help the show did it yeah and it was a weird it wasn't that good and then season 4 like I said it was to do with Ghost Rider which yeah. is a fucking awesome character I love him um, and also it was like split into two parts two, two halves of a season first half was like Ghost Rider and then second half was all to do with like um, this artificial intelligence called Ada and she put everyone in a simulation of uh what if the world was like run by Hydra? So for a period of time, it was called Agents of Hydra. Fucking, I see what they did. And there. it's awesome. It's really good. And then season five was complete dog shit. Yikes! God, I really did not like that season. How many seasons did they? I think they ended it after six. They, they no seven. Was it seven? No, I think they still are release. They either have released the final season or they are or it's in the currently of doing. doing it. Yeah. Um, I do need to like watch the last two seasons, but from season five, I was like, nah, this is... You had such a high, and then it just dropped off his face. So, uh, no. But we'll see how it goes. Um, nice. I think that's all for news. That was very quick. Jesus Christ. Brief news segment, but yes. that's the way it goes these days. Yeah. Well, recently, anyway. So, Kong, Skull Island. The, the one... When did it come up? 2017? 2018? Uh, 2017, I think. Yes, because that was before King of Monsters. Yes. Um, we watched it out of order, but who cares? Um, 
What? Which didn't really matter because there was only flash references to Kong in in King of Monsters. King so Monsters. it doesn't, he doesn't show up at all. Ultimately, so it doesn't really it matter. Doesn't really matter. Um, um, what I will say is that this this film, even though it's clearly connected, and we kind of get that straight from the start, that's established yeah. pretty early on that Monarch, Monarch is yeah. present, and we kind of meet the guy who he's the founder, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he is. He says uh, he's John founder. Goodman's character. Yeah. Uh, or at least he's yeah he's the one that is like the 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 remainder of the initial group initial that founded group. um monarch monarch yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and we learn that he's a um, little bit of character we might spr- sprinkle it in we learn that he's a yeah. survivor of i guess a ship attack of somebody getting eaten by godzilla yes or so, or i think that's what it's hinted at or at least something else in the ocean attacks the ship rips it apart and he's the sole survivor on board of the crew and uh, he was like, "No, you didn't see it. It was big and scaled, and it had teeth." And yeah, it was like everyone's calling him a madman. Yeah, and everybody said, "No, you just got sunk by a rogue torpedo or something." Yeah. And it's like with spikes. With spikes. Can't with forget teeth. that. That's what you saw. Definitely a torpedo. You know those um those airplanes or those like torpedoes with the teeth. That, with the, with the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you saw. John, the eyes. That's what somebody you, painted on the side. That's what you saw, John Goodman. You're just going crazy. Yeah, you're just. Uh, yeah. Calm down, man. Take this settlement of a million dollars. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's good. I like it. It's a good establishment for a character. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a small survivor. And, and, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, it's established very often. But, actually, this movie has a very different feel than um This Godzilla. felt like an MCU movie. That's not where I thought you were going that. Interesting. I was thinking that all the way through because I was like, not, not because it's got... Nick Fury, Captain Marvel, and Loki in it. It's not because of that, <laughs> but it's it, got it half felt the like cast of Endgame in it. <laughs> it. It did feel like a jolly happy fun time. Ah shit, there's a monster. Ah, that's it's like the music choices was strangely fun for something like this. It was completely like when, when you watch Godzilla and you're like, "Oh, this is really scary," and like the scale of thing, oh, it's terrifying. And then you watch this; this tone is completely different. It is like I an think MCU they wanted film. to punctuate the fact that this is set towards after the end of the Vietnam War, and um, and therefore they put the the eighties music in there, or the, like seventies, eighties music. Uh, yes, very much rock and roll and all this stuff, and there's lots of recognizable tracks and things. Um, I think they, they very much put it in there, don't they, to kind of be like, this is this time period, this is a, a war Vietnam movie, because that kind of era and that kind of movie is very much... Yeah. It's a thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's something that draws people in, that kind of... That combination has worked before yeah. in many other movies. Vietnam, that sort of music, hot American soldiers with half their, you know gear off like bare bones of fighting helmets hanging off that kind of thing yeah welcome to Nam. that kind of vibe back in Nam. it has a it has a vibe going for it that sells I think yeah so they try to cash in on it even though it, this movie is very loosely connected to Nam. in fact it has nothing to do really with Vietnam it's apart just the, the aftermath and like the, 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 the soldiers, soldiers that are there have just come just come back we're going to go home yeah it's the uh, uh, they're just one day away from retirement one day away from retirement yeah what a shame. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's. I think it only just works the tone of the film. It's not like this is just stupid and like why is everyone making jokes and like it's not funny and stuff. Like there are some pretty funny bits. It's not like laugh out loud amazingly funny, and it's 
serviceable. There's a few bits that I feel fall flat. Yeah. With the humor, uh, there's a few bits, especially when they try to do something along the lines of, um, they try to use very sort of out of tone, very much Marvel here, like sarcastic, yeah. sort of very weird saying funny things with a straight face and nobody reacting to it kind of humor um it's it's like sarcastic dry humor um but it none of it really lands it just ends up being kind of a bit strange and it feels a little bit detached from what's going on but i don't mind that sort of humor that is it but it's quite quick paced as well it's very it's very quick paced this film because it's like what 15 minutes until you're actually in Skull Island or 20 minutes or something like that it's not long at all um, and yeah it's a very fast opening right? yeah compared to the the other one the other King 2005 Kong, Kong 2005 Kong. King Kong um, even though I said interestingly enough that it time jumps because it does yeah there's more of a build up to them getting on the island of being like instead of just being like oh we're in downtown oh we're with some soldiers oh we're on the boat with all these characters we just met yeah oh we're breaking through to the island oh there's a gorilla yeah, and that happens within the space of about 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, I think. if that. If that. Um, I I really like uh, the what was I going to say? Uh, the mine's gone blank. You know when that happens <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> no, I, I, that's what I was going to say. Uh, but compared to King of Monsters, the humor in that was shit. Like, yes, that was, was that was like really bad. It was terrible. But in this, it was like. It was so fast-paced. They make a joke at Force Flack, but then the next one is like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's happy, happy. It's almost as if they just gloss over it and you, it doesn't give you that time to Do you want, I think what think also helps is a lot of the humour comes from... Uh, I've forgotten the actor's name, but his character, who's the guy who's lost on the island and he's been surviving with the native people for so long. Uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley, yeah. And he's a, He plays a, a ex-World War II pirate pilot that crashes yes. on this island and uh, survived with his Japanese counterpart who crashed with him after yeah. they were trying to kill each other initially. Yeah. They learned to live with each other and survive and realise there's no way off this island and so, nobody's going to come to get them so they need to survive. And then he kind of integrates himself with the local people and learns their culture and kind of has this mutual respect over things. Um, he comes off as an extremely quirky character, as yeah, he would be if you've been stranded for that long. It's very, like, <laughs> it takes you back a bit yeah. as soon as you see him. Because you're like, whoa, okay. You know what? You're not bad. <laughs> you're all right. Yeah. Um, it is quite, yeah, abrupt and sudden as soon as his character is introduced. Well, reintroduced, I should say. Mm. Um, and I don't mind that. Yeah, I, I, it could have really I think it made helped. this film bad. I think it helps with the humour that his character is meant to be weird. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Because without that, I think it would be... this. The humour of this movie would be as terrible as... The King of Monsters one. It, uh, yeah, it would, it would not work. For, for me, it's not terrible. It's just bland. It's bland, yeah. That's it's, probably it, the best yeah. word for it. You're right. It, yeah, I wouldn't say it's yeah. like completely atrocious. but No, it, the, the ideas are there, aren't they? Yeah, it's, just, it's fine. Like I say, it glosses over the joke so quickly and so fast, but you don't have you don't enough have time, time to, react, to think, no. think about it. Um, and I guess the only bits of humour which I was like, I, I, all right, I don't care, was the, like, the... The couple of soldiers, like a group of three or the group of two, the uh, the the black guy and the white guy, and they were talking like, "Oh, your mum and stuff like that," and like that humor between those two, and then he gets like tail whipped by that fucking monster right at the end, and with the grenades, like, it's that character. I can't remember his name, but it's he was weird. so forgettable plays, and bland. Like plays... that was that was the worst of it. 
But it wasn't like the 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 other guy from King of Monsters that we mentioned last I week think, that was trap. I think one trash. of the big things that we should mention if we're going to compare the other King Kong movie is that, like I, <laughs> I felt like in that that, I think we said at the time that there was a lot of, I don't really particularly care about this, these sets of characters because we've not really. For me, I. Yeah, there's only one character that I actually care about in this film. Yeah, and that is John C. Riley's character. Yeah, you want him to get home, don't yeah, because yeah. he actually gives a backstory. Yeah, about his wife and stuff. He's definitely the emotional heart of the movie. Yeah, and it works really well, and it's a very it's very well done. But everybody else is a bit like, I'm I can a, see what they're trying to do. I'm a cool guy with a sword. I'm. I've got a camera. Yeah, you've got. I've like, got a big gun. Got, like, rebellious photographer who's like cutting edge of her age and, but again, and wants like, to be who cares who are you like <laughs> you've got ex SAS military person who is I guess good at tracking good at tracking because we need a male protagonist who okay. is an ex-military guy yeah and I don't know yeah um, but it's Tom Hiddleston but he's very charismatic the military chief played by Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. Um, who is uh kind of the villain of the film or the at least the human villain of the yeah. film yeah um, or the the opposing viewpoint of the film yes of being the like, extremist yeah the guy who is clearly you know uh, the interesting theme about this and I think I watched a video on it um, about the heart of this movie being uh, um, the character's kind of viewpoint of nobody comes back from war I think it's the line that Tom Hiddleston's character yeah. says yeah um, he says something about the fact that Nobody really comes home from war. You know, everybody changes. Yeah. Um, even though you might come home to your family, you you don't ever you leave you leave yourself there. You don't really as you don't yeah. come back whole anyway. Um, and it's interesting how every single one of those characters, in a way, is like that. And we yeah. get to see it in glimpses of the soldiers, but in particular Samuel L. Jackson's character, of this guy who clearly has been is is like this decorated general. He's He's respected by all his men. He's he treats them all the same. He's he's he lives the he is the military life. Like that's yeah. his life. Without it, he's probably nothing. And he kind of goes on this bloodthirsty revenge quest for the sake of just for redemption of his men. Yeah, yeah, for the redemption of his men, just because he wants something to fight. Because without war, he's nobody. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. nothing, and he and he feels it. And that's kind of his character arc. And I feel like there's something that is kind of scratched the surface of like oh this could be a really interesting like psychological study and yeah. they kind of scratch the surface of it but they don't really none of the characters get enough time it's interesting yeah because I said about the original King Kong that I wish it was more concise yeah but I, I wish this one was more expanded yeah 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 do you, do you see yeah. what I mean it's in a weird way of like I don't care about the characters. If you want to make a classic movie about Kong and make Kong the main character, just set it all on the island. Fine. Cool. Yeah, I get, I get Cut that's... out the start bit, cut out the end bit. It makes the movie more interesting yeah. for me. With this one, I'm like, I want more... There's there's kind of better character ideas in this Wait. one, but you need... This film's too short. <laughs> Give us more of it. Yeah. You can't have, you can't have it both ways, mate. You, can't, you can't have what you want. Um... I won't win it. No, I think, yeah, it's... <laughs> The, the characters are not uh, they're not offensive 
they're not offensively atrocious. They're like, yeah, it's fine. No, it's yeah. good, and it's a it's a good fun yeah. film, and it, and I, I guess it does help. Where like you know you've got such bland characters, but like the the characters are played by really charismatic people. Like I really tell you what the 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 times where I was really invested in the characters are when they had like a one to one, like Samuel Jackson talking to John Goodman's character about where he pulls out his gun. And he's like, tell me everything that I don't want. I'm going to put a bullet in your brain. And then yeah, they have that the, conversation about... Some of the best about, movies... Are, uh, yeah. Some of the best shots, sorry, of this movie are okay. when the two characters actually talk about what they're about. Yeah. 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 The, the, that's, that's, a, that's the first scene we really see where... But I think John Goodman plays it really well when he's like talking to him about like the whole monsters are real and stuff like that. I, was re- I really liked that moment. And then also John C. Reilly like, on the boat talking about his... like past and then his sort of acceptance that yeah if I go back they'll probably think I'm dead I've accepted that like I just wish I could see them one last time and it's like that's really oh. and on a lesser scale <laughs> I think well actually maybe not on a lesser scale maybe it's just that, that their conversation is kind of dragged out over the movie in segments in small bits smaller like interactions yeah. but um, Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston's characters have a great chemistry going on yeah and I like, I, I like the exchanges that they have talking about things like why are you this person why are you here on this what is your suspicions about this and they both have a similar kind of although they're coming from different angles they both they're the first people who go there's something odd about this trip yeah there's something not right here this isn't just a <laughs> mapping expedition I love that instantly in the the, the first like before they go to Skull, uh, Skull Island they were like okay he's over there he, he's really good at the poor cue that they could beat the shit out of all these people hustling people and he's like well as long as we don't tell them like too much information then we should be fine and then instantly he's like yeah you have no idea what the fuck you're doing guys I want like five times the amount that you're paying me pay me that beforehand yeah then pay me while we're there and, and then a one conversation and then a bonus on top of that please. yeah <laughs> yeah no I really enjoyed that it's just yeah you, you caught yourself in a bear trap there John Goodman like you didn't think that through at all you didn't think he was that smart didn't think it through at all um, um, what did you think of uh Kong, fuck it, let's go straight to him. What do you think of like? Oh yeah, the, him, the, 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 the title character. The title the character. What do you think of him? Um, I really like him in this movie. Yeah, I like the depiction of him. Uh, it's it's weird comparing two CGI giant gorillas, but um, because they're very similar, because they're gorillas, which means they act in similar ways. Yeah. Um, I like the whole kind of mythos behind this one of like he's the protector of this land and. And even though we kind of get it visually with uh, Peter Jackson's version of the... Um, uh, he's, got, he's gone off screen, he's disappeared. No, uh, just charge my thing. He, I'm back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Um, yeah, even though they kind of do it visually with like, you see the, the parents' skeletons and things, they kind of, they verbally go into a lot much... In, a lot much oh god the brain is shutting yeah. down um, <laughs> it's fine. a lot more of the kind of lore of behind the world and things yeah which they which they're doing a lot more in the movie universe because they did it with the Godzilla movie and with the King of Monsters movie as well yeah um, but I feel like this one is it's more it's interesting there's more of it but it's delivered in exposition and yeah. almost entirely as exposition yeah 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 at points and I'll be honest. There was there was times where I was like, oh, "It's too much. It's too much exposition going on." Die at the back. End the scene. I just move want. On. I just want giant gorilla punching a skeleton monster thing. Also, I think there could be more suspense in this movie. Yeah. 
I like, I love the introduction of Kong in this movie with yes. the helicopters and the sunset. You think it's all fun and jolly and they're blowing up the mountains and then a tree, and then comes a tree fucking comes through a helicopter window. I, right. really, I really like it, but they show too much of him too early. As in, in the first scene of the film? Yes, yeah. that as well. I forgot yeah. about that, but yes, right. they do. They show him straight away. And it's like, oh, this is a really cool reveal. Tell, tell you Great. what they should have done. They should have had that scene at the start um, with the, the Japanese guy and John C. Riley's character like fighting and stuff. And then they should have like a silhouette of like this monster just appearing. Don't show Kong, just show the silhouette. And then reveal him when he's throwing a tree through a helicopter. He's punching everything. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Do that. Um, the scale of him is pretty well done as well. You should believe he's that big. Like when you have Toby Kebbell's character like drinking from like the river and it's stuff, the, the, and the then he's just walking. It's like creating a massive tsunami and stuff, and then he eats a giant octopus. Yeah, he gets casually attacked by a giant octopus. Well, yeah. like a, uh, a gargantuan octopus, and you, or whatever it is. And, and you're thinking, Jesus, Toby was stood on top of that when he was getting yeah, some water it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a it'd probably be like a colossal squid wouldn't it the, the giant squid the giant squid the myth of the giant squid that's what it is the kraken is real and it lives in Skull Island yeah um, but now it's been eaten by Kong yeah nom 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 um, I love one of the best shots of, of Kong in the movie is when he's swinging like a monkey and a gorilla as a gorilla would but from cliffside to cliffside yeah, he's not swinging, for, he's just leaping. Leaping between cliff faces, yeah. like they're trees. And yeah. it's, I, I really like that, kind of like over the water, because it's like, oh yeah, this is something that a monkey would do, except, oh damn, he big. He big, he big oh, monk. Oh my goodness. Like, he's a big monk. If you were on those rocks, like, earthquake incoming, like, jeez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wish they kind of, I wish they'd build the suspense more, because they kind of, they do do it, because yeah. there's the, the weird spider thing they fight in the bamboo sticks. Yeah, there's times where it's like, holy shit, this is like scary as fuck. Um, but the trouble is, is all of that comes after, like the skull crawler scene where they're in the mist and stuff. That's really yeah, really, cool. really later cool. on in the movie where they, they fight the like main skull crawly villains of the yeah antagonistic predator monsters of this movie. But. It, it, it comes after all like the big fight with Kong at the start yeah. so all the suspense and the scale is just gone yeah um, and I think maybe the Peter Jackson one does it a little bit better by keeping Kong in but even then you like see kind of him in silhouette and silhouetted stuff. in full scale and it, I understand it's hard to do with a giant bloody monster but I wish there were more kind of shots a little bit like they are in the Godzilla movie yeah because I, th- I really love how that comes together and, and the idea of like scale is always important in the shot and, yeah and you don't we don't see Godzilla straight away in full force yeah yeah we kind of see him in part um, so you have to piece it together in your head before you see the full thing so I wish a lot of the have the helicopter scene yeah with like the tree and, and Kong in the the sunset and stuff but have it all filmed from, from inside, inside the, the helicopter perspective. Yes. You, you, you do get that initially, don't you? You get parts yeah. of it, but then it keeps cutting away to wider shots. Yeah. Um, I, think I guess I, I don't mind it too much as long as you keep the camera low down and sort of like see the scale of like Kong throwing fucking rocks and trees at and just grabbing helicopters and throwing yeah. them into each other. Well, that really cool one where he like lifts it up and shakes it 
and yeah. you can, and you can see like he's taking a selfie yes. with the camera. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do the, do those things, but like, don't show a wider shot of what's happening because yeah. it kind of breaks that. I guess suspense the, the, the only time I guess I would like to see that is when Kong is fighting. Yeah, if he's if he's going up against humans, have it from the human perspective. But if he's going up against monsters, yeah, wide shot. Who cares? Yeah, you yeah, can do it later that. in the movie yeah, as, yeah. as Godzilla does. But even then, keep it from the human perspective. Like have yeah. it as a ground wide shot, or yeah. a, or um, it's personal preference. But yeah, yeah, or like some of the some of the shots, like um, like they do later in the movie, where they're on the boat right at the end, and they're they're helping fight the skull crawler with Kong, and they're shooting with the big anti aircraft machine gun. Yeah, and it's from that perspective. Perfect. Yeah, there we go. Because you still get the wide shot action going on, just from. I, I tell you what I want to say is in a focus. The difference between this Skull Island and the Skull Island in the Peter Jackson version mm. is that they are massively different. Like, yeah, there are times yes. in this film where it's like, oh yeah, that's pretty scary of like the bamboo spider and whatever. But ultimately, I'm like, I could probably live there. It's not that scary. Yeah, just I, mean, I mean, yeah, you got the skull crawlers, but if you if you were like bear girls and you bear girls. If you're like well, if you're trained well enough to survive, anyone could survive at that Skull Island. But if you're like in the Peter Jackson version, I don't. It doesn't matter how well trained you are. You are eventually gonna get slaughtered by what something. I, what like, that like is the, much scarier. What I like about the Peter Jackson one is that the indigenous people are scary as fuck and will eat you alive. Yeah, um, they're not, they're not they're, anything. They're they're, they're kind of just there. Yeah. In this one. Um, but I like the differences between it. I like the fact that in one yeah. you you've got them being kind of as they would be probably in real life towards any outsiders, um, um, especially if they see you as a threat. Um, and in the other one, we've got oh no, they're pretty docile and they've accepted this outsider into their ranks, and they don't speak and they keep quiet and they kind of live in harmony with. Yeah. There's less of it feels like there's less of a combativeness. Yeah, there's more of a togetherness in it's between like hit them and Kong and, yeah. and it's like they're part of the ecosystem and they do what they do because that's it. And yeah. the wall isn't to keep him out, it's to keep the skull crawlers out. Yeah. I Kong really like doesn't that. usually bother them, he is king. Whereas in the other one they are offering things to him as if like, don't hurt us. Yeah. And please. they're on the edge of civilization yeah. as their city is falling into the, the water around them, basically. Yeah. Um I love even just the geographical sense of both. Yeah. Um, one is very... The, the, the Peter Jackson one is very kind of mythological in a way. Yes. The terrain is very weird. Yeah. Uh, the rocks were introduced to you with like the, the humongous statue heads that are just part in the in the rock face and floating in the water yeah. when the boat's going to... It's almost like a destroyed Atlantis sort of thing. It feels like an island that's yeah. getting... It's fall, slowly falling apart for whatever yeah. reason. Um, same with the collapsing of the city on the edge of the walls and stuff. Um and the rest of it feels very rugged because you go straight into a forest that is like uneven with rocks and it's entangled and there's big deep ravines and stuff and there's the, the cavernous thing with all the bugs in it and everything and yeah. then there's the slightly more open places where the T-Rex monsters are yeah you're not you're not safe anywhere you're not safe in, anywhere. in, in it, the Peter and, Jackson yeah, version yeah and the kind of landscape reflects that what I like about the, the other one is that it's different and also it references speaking of Vietnam there's a place in Vietnam called... I'm going to get the name wrong. Oh, is it no. Hulong Bay, I think? Uh, Rings of Bell, that does. Yeah. It's in a Top Gear episode. Yeah. This is why I know about it. 
because um, I have watched it. But it's basically a really beautiful place that's very geographically interesting. It's basically a bay of uh, in the sea, but it's got a load of really tall islands, just like yeah. this movie has. And it's I love that this island, even though it's nowhere near Vietnam, it's somewhere in the Pacific rather than in the Indian Ocean, yeah. in that region. Um, and it's, all the, it's, it's a lost island in the middle of nowhere. But I like the fact that it's got that kind of feel of like a broken island in segments. Yeah. And there's not massive bits of land. It's a, yeah, the difference is this Skull Island is more wondrous and intriguing. And the other one is, no, nah, it's a death trap. Is it? You're, you're a mouse and you're going into a mouse trap. You are going to die. Mm. I do not want to live mm. there. I don't know. Indeed. I wouldn't mind if I never see that place ever again. But in this one, you're like, ah, let's take a trip to Skull Island, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Also, giant monk. Did nobody raise the question of why there was just a random hurricane just in one place for like years and years and years? I feel uh, like that would be something you'd pick up on a geographical map. I guess that's with the technology in the when was the Vietnam War? Maybe they realised it, and that's what the whole point of the film was. They're starting to get this technology. They notice it then, and they're like, oh, okay, we should probably check that out. Well, you know, in in people's defence, you don't. You don't sail towards a hurricane. That's a bad idea. Yeah, very true. Um, a terrible idea, in fact. But yeah, you, I wouldn't recommend that. You, yeah, I suppose you wouldn't ever go near it. But surely somebody went. That storm's not moved in like five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, interesting indeed. Yes. Um, I like the supernatural elements that are in this. As you mentioned, wondrous being the kind of state of the island. Yeah. Um, uh, um, but it's um, you have like a um, a sense of when they're coming into the island on the helicopters and they move through the they kind of break through the hurricane it's got like red lightning and stuff going on yeah and at first I thought it was just a weird they were doing a weird thing with a filter but they're not it's actually like red lightning and it's like the supernatural stuff of um extended in the monster universe as it's been with like Godzilla and stuff and being like not just because I feel like the Peter Jackson ones are a lot more grounded in reality based stuff yeah um, but this one is as you said wondrous and almost fantastical be careful what you uh, you have to be careful what you say about um, being uh, uh, fantastical because um <laughs> I suppose it is because I mean um, it's it fits with the whole mythos of like creatures from another world another time yeah similar ideas to like how it is in King of Monsters when we discover there's a whole city buried underneath the ocean that yeah they, they talk a lot about that the, the hollow earth that they definitely allude to much more or a lot yes, in this film they, they do mention um, the hollow earth a lot and, and the idea that the there's the scientist guy isn't there who mentions it when he, they're walking through like I, I study and theorise at Monarch the idea that there's an underground space it's like yeah. journey to the centre of the earth yeah um, where T-Rexes live <laughs> no, where <laughs> that's the where they're coming from. Come from and yeah where there's a whole other world of stuff that's just been hibernating yeah. for years and yeah, you think up. like having 17 monsters like just around on the surface of the planet is bad enough just imagine what there is in the hollow earth down below Mm. Uh, the Silurians will get you. <laughs> they will do, yeah. yeah the you feel the drilling coming up from under. Yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you another thing that I, I might not have mentioned already Toby Kebble uh, the guy that gets eaten and spat out by one of the skull mm. crawlers he's the one that mocaps Kong in this one yes um, interesting how they have in both movies the person who's playing Kong as a character and then also dies uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gets killed by another monster no I think, I think he did a pretty good job as Co- Toby uh, Kong I know he um, he mocaps quite a lot of things because uh, I, 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 I recognised him from a couple of things he, he was in Fanforstic he played Doctor Doom in that really awful Fantastic Four film but did he? That's it's... not what I remember him from. Yeah, and don't. Then again, I don't remember that movie. I've never seen it, but I know it's awful. And I, oh, I've seen the second one more. I've seen the first one than the second one is. Anyway. Um, well, well, there's three Fantastic Four films. There's the ones with the second, The second original one. Yeah, yeah Rise the, of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. yeah oh, terrible. Fan Forstick is the... Fan Forstick is the one with Toby Kebbell in it. Okay, yeah, Doc- yeah. I haven't seen that one at all. Yeah, I'm not. We probably will. Great. <laughs> Great. Look forward to it. Um, you know he does a right job. I tell you what was a bit like, was a bit eh on, was the fact that uh, Kong is a gorilla, but he's just always on his hind legs. I don't know. That just sort of looks weird for me. So like, yeah, I get you're a big monkey, but you're just a. You might as well just be a, a big dude. I think I think in this one that it's kind of like the fantasy element that he's, Make me- him he's more meant monstrous. to be more of like a hairy Neanderthal in a way. he's yeah. like a giant person that's kind of what he is yeah you still see him swinging about and stuff and he kind of sits yeah. like a monkey doesn't he kind of yeah on his, with his like meditation pose yeah um, but I know what you mean it's it, it's nice in the Peter Jackson one like he is just a giant gorilla yeah whereas in this one he's a as I said I think I mentioned it in the last one he's like he's the prime ape yeah that's what he is it's like he's he's the, the god amongst he's, he's the prime monks. ape of a primates Yes. Yeah, get your head around that one. Say yeah. that six times without. No, thank you. <laughs> um, or what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, what do you think of the actual like fighting, like the monster fights? We talked about like the characters and stuff. But what the the actual entertainment of what we came to see this film? What do you think of that? I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I quite um, liked it. I think it was better than. Uh, I think it's probably better than the previous two. In in a different way, like King Kong, uh, Godzilla, the first one, I think was good. But when you saw it, it was like, oh yeah, it's just like fumbling over each other into buildings and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's it's it's, it's serviceable also on a lot and it's a scale. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Because Kong is not that King big of, in King of Monsters was like, eh, <laughs> I, I can't I can't remember like a good like oh that was a really good fighting sequence. Um, but in this one, I really I really liked how you could tell that Kong was like very intelligent. Like he used a tree as a fucking baseball bat. He used the the anchor or the the propeller from a broken ship and started using that, swinging that about. Yeah, he's like, like "Oh, I have a, I have a thing." A morning star. <laughs> yeah, um, no, yeah. I, I liked how he used his like environment to help him in action and stuff. As so, apes do. As, as apes would do. do. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it, it was it was it was cool. I, I did like that about it. And he's not just like a brute. He's he's much more like. And I feel like it's because he's, even though he's still. This kind of goes counterintuitively against what we've said about like the wonder element, yeah, and the fantasy element, because in this one it feels like he's more human than yeah. the other characters in this monster verse. Yeah. All of the others are forces of nature, and that's yeah. made very clear to us. Of like, yeah. 
they affect things when they are around. So therefore, them kind of stumbling and it's, bumbling is kind of because everything else around them is in, you know, inconsequential in a way. Yeah, and it's not. It's Whereas not like, this one with King Kong is very much like he is a force of nature. He's but, a force of nature, but he's a smaller but a force of nature. Yeah, they do, they do mention. I like I like the backstory in exposition, obviously with John C. He's more one character. with nature. Yes, he is part of nature and also one with nature. Yes. Wow. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I do like the, the sort of... Because I remember when this film came out, everyone was like doing, oh my God, they're doing a King Kong versus Godzilla film and Kong is like this small compared to Godzilla who's like this big. Oh, he's got no chance. But they... they just people climb, climb all over him. Godzilla's well, not well, if people listen, they, do, they don't do mention that Kong still hasn't grown to his full potential yet. And like he's still pretty much... He's king, but he's still a baby. Um... <laughs> Effectively, yeah, but even like we see his parents, yes, I like that. And I even they're that. not that big, uh, they're a lot bigger than they're a lot bigger than yeah. Kong, but they're not Godzilla size. Godzilla's like yeah. skyscraper size, yeah, very true. Whereas they were like they were stood because they took cover in the skull, yes, and, uh, comparatively to a human. You think about how big Godzilla was, a, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. So Kong has that. had to do a lot of, he's a big, very big, very big boy. Um, no, yeah, I liked that. I liked like the maybe, maybe that's the kind of point of this movie that will be that he gets too big for the island. Possibly, because he's he's like he's pretty big at the moment, and he's and he's kind of a little bit restricted by the landscape. Yeah. So if he's Godzilla size, which is at least what three, four times as tall as he is now. Yeah. That's a big monkey. Um, I do like uh, considering like. We were saying that the differences between Skull Island and like its inhabitants, and you'd rather live. I I really liked the different designs of the monsters in this film. Um, like you had a bloody water buffalo that just looked like a pile of mossy trees, and underneath the water, and it just comes out, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" It's another way they build like the monster verses in it. In this yeah, film. they have the we mentioned the kraken monster. Yeah, uh, they have the sp- giant spider monster, the skull crawlers, and then the bison yeah. things which show up a couple of times yeah um, yeah I, I really liked the, the are really awesome as well and you have those like weird pterodactyl bird things oh, as well yeah, that, is, the, that is on the tree the, the sword pterodactyl things that yes. have like a, uh, almost like a, a sword fish like yeah. a razor thing and but yeah I, I, I really liked I really liked the I don't know the, the differentiation between each of like the creatures on the island I mean, yeah, you have like the weird giant centipedes and like dinosaurs and Peter Jackson. Oh, and the stick, the stick, the giant stick insect. Yes, the log insect. Yeah, yeah. no, I tell you what, yeah, that was, yeah, it was a lot more. Um, it was a lot larger variety of like weird monsters, you know, giant stick insects. Then you had like you know like the the pterodactyl things that you think, oh, it's just a tree, but no, it's it's all of them just like clumped on it. And I really liked that sort of reveal. I feel that's been that's the a trope that's been. Used it's a trope, yes. But, birds in a tree forming yeah. uh, leaves, leaves and then yeah. all flying off and the tree is dead underneath and yeah no I, I, yeah I really enjoyed like the variety of animals that you saw in this island even though yeah yeah they're probably just harmless that's probably why I'd want to live there but yeah comparatively to the other one where it felt like there were there was a predator around every corner yeah if you think about it because you, you like, you're going to get trampled by a triceratops then yes. then trampled by a herd of Brachiosaurus. Like Brachiosaurus, chased by velociraptors. Yeah. Uh, and then you go into the big thing, Centipedes. and there's a big fish thing. Yes. 
and then, then there's like, a big centipede thing. And then you have like the weird goopy worm things that are uh, they're horrible. Giant crabs. And then you've got the giant crabs and the giant spiders. And then there's like the 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 big weird like almost like crocodile dinosaur. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Giant lizard. Uh, giant lizard things, and then the T Rex, <laughs> and the then Kong as well, and then and then a giant ape, and then a giant bats man, and, bats. The, gi- and the bats as well. Yeah, Getting creepy. No, thank you. Don't like that. Um, I'm trying to think what else is that. Uh, I did. I did. Thinking about, it, I did enjoy it. It was just, yeah, it's fine. It was interesting a movie. point on like the different creatures comparatively between the two movies, because it very much feels like there's. There's an ecosystem in this one. Yeah. There's more docile creatures. Where in the other one, it's just like, everything has just evolved to kill each other, basically. And if you take a wrong step, you're going to be dead. Yeah. And there's a wrong step every time you step. Yes. You know? Whereas in this one, it's like, well, we see see some herbivores. We see the the Brachiosaurus and the, the Triceratops. Yeah. But in this one, it feels like, oh, you've got the peaceful, like, the big moose things that go around, the big cow monsters yeah. that stomp around the land. And then you've got the big stick insect who's just minding his own business. And yeah, if you leave the bird things alone, they'll leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Kind of. They'll um, rip your arm off and they'll take you away. That was awful. That's a brutal scene. Um, I also felt it was kind of out of nowhere. It's like, why did you just snatch him? Like everybody else yeah. is exposed. He was just a boat. day away from retirement. Yeah, it's like. Why him? Why kill the scientist, man? Yeah, he did nothing wrong. Kind of. Kind of. But yeah, I, I, I do, <laughs> I do like the fact that there's. It feels like there's more of a. Um, it still feels like a forgotten land. Yeah. But it kind of feels like. Do you know what? It's a little bit. This is a really strange comparison. Okay. Okay. Yes. It feels a bit like um, Ice Age Three. <laughs> Yes, go on. <laughs> when <laughs> they, when they discover the, the lost world of the yeah. dinosaurs. And it's like there's an entire ecosystem that is untouched. It's the hollow world. It's, it's hollow the Earth. hollow Earth yeah. of, of the Ice Age universe. Yes. There's a trilogy we need to do. There we go. Oh, God, the Ice Age films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, feels like, it very much feels like that. Okay. In the sense that, like, there's all sorts of things that live here. Not just... This is a fantasy island where everything is designed to kill you. Yeah. Despite the fact that it has no reason to when you're not there. But it's going to kill you anyway. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit, man. Doesn't give a shit, man. Um, I, would you, when Samuel Jackson's character comes to head with Kong, what do you think of that whole sequence? I thought it was very cool. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful shots involving fire and the sun in this. Yeah. And in orange. particular, the colour orange and yes. red uh, with a backdrop of like black or blue. Yeah. Um, there's the, the reveal shot when he's standing in front of the sunrise Kong, which is like yeah. the, That's the one coolest of the shot in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like the bits later when they, they produce the trap for him and Samuel Jackson's character, he's waiting there. Yeah. And he has like the Molotov cocktails and things. I love how he just gets and slammed. Yeah. I love how he just. Fuck you. Squish. Squish. Whack a mole. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I love the fact it's like you you, you have it because it's a very dark scene where um, both Brie Larson and uh, Tom Hiddleston's characters are on top of the cliff and Kong comes up and then you have, yeah. you have like the, the, the classic you're not a monster interaction like yeah. they're we're there. the monsters. Oh. They're their giant gorilla. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Big boy. Um, 
and then you have like that's mostly in darkness and I, lo- I love also that he's so big and he kind of just quietly comes out of the fog it's the silence thing it's that the, we've been talking really about awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. and then in the distance you see the fire start to light and it like lights yeah. up part of the like that's really cool yeah um, I really like that um, I do, it's not that big of a thing that you note uh, it's not like a generic oh my god just think clearly you bloody idiot but I love it when the realisation of when Tom Hiddleston's character we're just going to be calling them those because I can't remember the actual characters' names. But Tom Hiddleston's character talks to Samuel Jackson's character, and it's like I believe Brie Larson's character is called Mason Weaver. Yes. And uh, is it James like Conrad. Something like that. James Conrad um, is Tom Hiddleston's character. Either way, they 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 have the conversation when they have an argument of like, oh, why are you going to kill Kong or whatever? And he's like, oh, he killed my men. It's like, did you? You just launched bombs on his home. You dropped a load of bombs on his house. You jumped yeah. a load of bombs on his house. You well, killed a load of deer, man. Yeah. Come on. Bloody Americans. No, we're kidding. It's fine. Um, yeah, and yeah, it, I, I, it's, speaking of that useless character that you pointed out earlier, <laughs> who was like, it felt like he was meant to be the weird one who was like on a psychedelic trip and he was like, you got to live free, man, and I'm going to yeah. self-sacrifice, but he was wasted as a character. Yeah. Um, he does have one good line where he's like, you know, some people, you know, sometimes a lot of the time, a lot of wars, are people looking for a fight. Yeah. When you don't have one, you pick a fight, and that's the kind of the point. The, yeah. the point of it is like, yeah, we're in the wrong here. We came to an island that we never should have. We dropped a load of bombs. We woke a load of stuff up. Kong's just. Yeah. What do you expect? His, he's just defending his territory, like yeah. any, and also trying to stop us from waking up everything that's below in the hollowed earth. Yeah. How would you feel if I just came to your house and with a sledgehammer started smacking down your walls? It's like, think about it. He's, like, he's had many years of peace. He's fought off all the skull coolers for now. And then these pricks come along. And then these along. pricks come along and wake everybody up again. And he's just like, it's like, it's like when someone comes over and wakes your kids up after you've just put them to bed. You're like, what? Excuse me? What the fuck? <laughs> finally got some nap time. <laughs> I can finally sleep. Yes. Um, yeah, I like the fact that you, you kind of get that idea of like, yeah, you just, you're, you're here because you're picking a fight. Mm. you could walk away from this with your life and it would be fine and nobody yeah. would blame you but no you have to pursue it you suck to... up your pride and you want to fight a war and you want to fight it yeah and you know and you want to win it and that's like it. The, the bitterness of him already uh, well it's, it's the conversation between Brie Larson's character and his it's like oh so that, you lost one war and he's like oh no we we retreated it's like that's a fancy word for a for a retreat yeah, like, what did you say it was like I've we... forgotten what the quote was we it was it came to an unre- unresolved something or another. So you lost both the, of us. You want to lose two? Well, it's just a tactical retreat, right? There. Yeah, that's, that's just that's a fancy word. So yeah, I think it was purely because he's already lost one war, and he's like, I'm not going to lose this one as well. So yeah, well, again, suck up your pride, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the idea of like I lost one war and lost a load of men for nothing. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to do not, that again. Not again. Yeah, like, these men aren't going to die for nothing. Yeah. We're gonna have something to get in out of this, which yeah. ultimately they do. Interestingly, by not following his path, yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, something for path for the course, I guess. Mm. But yeah. Any more thoughts on the movie? Oh, I don't think so. No, it's there's the post credit scene, which was like, yeah, Godzilla's there. Cool. Yeah, Godzilla exists. So does all the other big monsters that you're gonna meet in the next movie, which was King of Monsters that we covered last time. Yeah. Um, yeah, monsters are real. 
kind of that's all it really does, doesn't it? It just reiterates that statement from the yeah. first. Yeah, it is. It's more the, like a in that scene where they're talking. Is, yeah, like it's the inconnectivity, which is pretty cool. It's like, oh yeah, Godzilla versus Kong's coming up, baby. Yeah, let's do it. I still don't know why this is the thing. What Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah, but we're because doing it. it was a thing before. That's true. Because <laughs> it came out years ago and everyone liked it. There's about five of them apparently. Yeah. I don't know how many there are. I think there's several though. I remember seeing one. There's a lot of Godzilla movies. Oh yeah. A lot of Godzilla. Movies. There's a there's one called Shin Godzilla, which is apparently really good. Is uh, in Japan made. Um, yeah, it's a, um, that's the new one, isn't it? It's, there's a mixture of live one. action plus special. It's it's Godzilla in that one is is a person in a suit still, but it's like done up. Okay. I think so. He's not a CGI monster in that. Oh, that's it's cool. like practical effects and set, but it's done so well that he looks like he's an actual monster. Um, yeah, and he's yeah. like superimposed over the real world and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So it's really cool. I really like that. Um, and also, he's he's kind of a cool monster in that. He evolves as the movie goes on. So oh, you see cool. him as baby Godzilla, and then he kind of he's like a he's it's the classic story of like oh we dropped a bomb and this lizard turned into a nuclear lizard and it's now growing. Good one. <laughs> well done. Whoops. <laughs> my bad quick fire another bomb at it <laughs> yeah because apparently oh God, that, that's like one of the worst things about where is it worst thing sure, I it's one of the dumbest uh, things in this movie they, they just open up by bombing an island yeah Vietnam eh? yeah. yeehaw yeehaw um, gotta get your guns out uh, but yeah it's a, it's, I think it's a, it's a decent movie it's mm. alright I think I prefer it to King of Monsters just yeah yeah I, like I think, like we said in the podcast, the first Godzilla is still best out of a lot of them. Yes, definitely. definitely. Still my favourite one of the movies. Um, yeah. This one, a close second. Yeah. Not well, not close. Maybe slightly less close second, but it's just, definitely my second favourite. I, I, I appreciate King of Monsters, but it's just a monster fight movie. Monster there's fight no, movie there's no with substance with, with any of the awful human characters. Character. Yeah. yeah. With one good character, which is um, Ken Watanabe's character. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, who is the emotional heart of it. it? It's a monster fight movie with an emotional heart and a bunch of drifters who are tagging along. Boom, so. bang, pow. Bomb electric. This, bomb that, shoot this, shoot that. We join the fight. Well, hang on, mate. I don't know what you want to fight. Oh, well. uh, no, yeah, so we'll talk yeah. about, finally, Kong vs. Godzilla next week. Yes, we will. That'd be good. I did just get a message from uh, Rusty, who's in the chat. Uh, she sent this. Uh, unfortunately, last bit of news: uh, the death of the actress Helen Mac- uh, McCrory, who played the mother of Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter films, who played uh, the head vampire in Vampire was, of Venice in Doctor the Who. Mother vampire, wasn't she? Yeah, the or mother the vampire. Fish people, because they weren't. Vampires. Oh yeah, because they weren't vampires. No. And also, obviously, uh, I've forgotten her name, but in Peaky Blinders, she's amazing in that. That's really sad. She was only uh, 53, I want to say. Only 53? Yeah, oh, it's, that's actually really tragic. That is very tragic. Do we know what was the... 52, cause? sorry. 52. Oh, even. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the... She's in James Bond as well, apparently. So, Jesus. I think she was at one point, yeah. yeah. I can't remember which one, but um, before... Yeah. Yeah, uh, I that's have to do some research on she that. She was... But... Really Do we know the cause of death good. yet, or is this literally just been, it's been announced one hour? It's, it's just been announced. Hot um, in the press. But oh, goddamn, why? Why, why? That's very sad. That sucks. Yeah. It's always sad when people go before their time. Yeah. Um, especially but, when it's um, 
yeah. somebody that has yeah. a lot of uh, she played Polly in uh, Peaky Blinders ah. uh, yeah she was a, she was a great character I need to get around to watching Peaky Blinders Peaky Blinders I is really good I apologise for not having watched it how so I do you? not know her character but... how dare you sir nah but it's all good um, well hopefully it hopefully why <laughs> I don't know what to say to that that sucks yeah, but, it sucks that it's happened at this time of, um, yeah, you know, this 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 year of all years. And Hopefully, the family and all that are coping well. Yes. And such. Yes. Um, yeah. Thoughts go out to her family. Um, yeah. She will be sorely missed by a lot of fandoms and a lot of yes, a lot of people who uh, very much were impacted by the characters she played. So. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, sad. A sad note to end the pod on. Yeah, that sucks. Well, anyway, uh, short one today because yeah, it's not a lot. It, like normally we'd have loads of news. This movie's good. Go watch it. It's fun. It's fun. If you just, it's one of those movies that you just stick on in the background. Yeah. If there's nothing else to watch, yeah, it's fine. Just watch that. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. Thank you everybody so much for listening or watching. If you're watching on Twitch, um, if you do want to catch us on Twitch live, it's most weekends. I'd say probably yeah, the only reason why we're have doing... to change up the day seeing as I am back at work now and I yeah. probably will be working Sundays every week so Saturdays yeah we'll, we'll schedule something in yeah um, we'll probably, we might do it Saturdays before we play the indie yeah that might be before, that, that um, might be yeah. the, the good time to do it um, yeah that's all good um, yeah if you want to catch us live it's twitch.tv slash wizardkins that's my thing I'll be playing games and stuff like that on there as well uh, also, um, if you just wanna, if you can't watch us live, uh, you can just download us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on Apple, Buddy, Spotify, Google, anything like that. Um, what else do I have to say? I keep on forgetting. Yeah, covered it. Email. Rate us. Rate us on all the podcasts as well. Uh, review us. Give us five stars. If you don't give us five stars, we won't listen to you. So who cares? Simple as, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and like like Will says, uh, email. If you want to talk, get in contact with us, you, like I said, you can either talk to us on the chat during live podcasting, uh, or you can email us at cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com. Uh, send us suggestions of what to watch next. So, uh, bloody, what did you think of the films? Yeah. Tell like, us if you've like, been like watching, watching along with these monster yeah. films as we have. What have we missed? What didn't we talk about? We'll probably cover it mm. whenever we can. Mm. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. And we'll see you next, next week time. sometime. For where we'll get the answer to why Kong is fighting Godzilla. I think I know the reason. I think we all know the reason because it's been leaked. But there we are. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, we'll watch it anyway. It is what it is. But yeah, thank you guys, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.